Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about employee engagement and specifically the importance of benefits when building and nurturing your employer brand. My guest this time is Lyle Griffin, president at Celerix Systems. Since co-founding Celerix, Lyle Griffin has helped establish the company as a leading provider of benefits administration tech and a trusted partner to employers, carriers, and brokers. Used by more than 10 million employees, the Celeric solution is fully featured, flexible, and, says Lyle, designed with the user. Prior to Celeric, Lyle had held leadership positions in ventures spanning computer graphics, internet, and fintech, and recognized in 1994 by Microsoft founder Bill Gates as a window pioneer. Lyle was instrumental in developing some of the first retail software products for Microsoft Windows. Lyle, welcome to this episode of the HR Chat Show. It's great to have you here today with me. Well, my pleasure, Bill. Thank you for the invitation. So beyond my reintroduction there, Lyle, why don't you take a minute or two and tell our listeners all about yourself? Well, my name again is Lyle Griffin. I'm the president and co-founder of Solarix. We started Solarix back in uh, September of 2002, um, primarily working with companies that uh, were in enrolling both uh, core benefits and voluntary benefits in the in the workplace, uh, we were engaged to um, uh, put together a, a web-based uh, platform for being able to do large-scale uh, benefit enrollments. Um, we would uh, our system essentially handled all of the uh, uh, icky aspects of dealing with uh, benefit eligibility. Uh, enrollment, um, data transfer among uh, other parties so that our business partners, uh, people that were working with uh, insurance carriers that had uh, had benefit products to offer in the workplace, uh, would be able to, uh, to do those enrollments seamlessly and, uh, and in the process uh, have a much, a much better uh, user experience for their, uh, for their clients. Um, the the company uh, I actually co-founded the company with a uh, former uh, co-worker of mine, uh, Pavel Pecker, who's our uh, uh, chief technology officer. Um, we worked together in the Bay Area at a, a company called Select Quote. Um, so we came into this business with a little bit of a different perspective. We uh, came from a company that had to deal with very complex products um, that were regulated at the state at the state level uh, and being able to um, market those products uh, effectively through uh, television and radio advertising so we carried some of that bias uh, with us into uh, Solarix and uh, knowing that we had to put together a, uh, a system that was capable of dealing with things like complex underwriting, um, 
complex rating structures and to, just to be able to deal with the many uh, different complexities that this um, uh, that, that this business can throw at us. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. So uh, I feel like now I've got a good uh, got some good insights into you, and we've got a pretty good overview of of Solerix. Um, so mm -hmm. talk to me now about the about the importance of benefits then in in building one's employer brand. So maybe maybe as part of that, you can you can talk about benefits supporting uh, brands generally, not just, of course, uh, how you guys do it over at Solerix. Yeah, this is, I think, one of the most important things about the uh, the way employee benefits work in the United States. Uh, providing benefits to employees is one of the most important things that a company does. Um, it, it helps um, it, it helps create a, a sense of um, uh, that that employees are valued by the company. Uh, it's sort of intrinsic in being able to compete in the market for uh, for employees for uh, for team members. Um, so I, I think it's one of the most essential things that companies do in help building or, or help help to build alignment with the company brand and uh, and commitment to the team overall um, so th this is something that's really been an important part of our uh, DNA really since the out outset uh, you know, since we started the company um, is we're essentially a partner to employers in uh, pro providing uh, benefits to their employees Okay, so since the two of you founded the company uh, way back when, uh, Lyle, <laughs> how, how how have benefits changed then? You know, what 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 are, what are some of the most popular benefits today compared to um, when you guys started? How, how have benefits innovated? How have they changed based on the the wants and desires of of uh, different generations? Uh, and of course, the impact of that's changed what people expect as part of their benefits package. Well, I could go on for a long time about uh, about that subject. Um, you know, looking back over the last uh, almost 20 years, uh, there have really been a lot of changes in uh, in in the benefit space. Um, we're probably the biggest um, is just the the increasing cost of providing health care to employees. You know, I think this is really the backdrop against pretty much everything uh, in our business that that the, that cost has actually continued to outpace inflation year after year after year. So along the way, um, there are, you know, some really notable events or notable developments uh, in the benefits business, um, one of the first was the emergence of consumer-directed healthcare. Um, this is one where uh, this is a concept where employers are setting up their benefit plans so that employees actually pay some of the first dollars out of their own pockets, uh, so they become better consumers and and are able to make judgments about where 
um, where where those dollars are being spent. Um, another really notable development, um, and the, the root cause for this is really very much the same, is the emergence of the Affordable Care Act. Um, when the when the ACA was passed, it um, provided um, standards for what was considered um, creditable uh, health care uh, for uh, health insurance for employees, and established a, um, a, a bunch of regulations about um, reporting requirements for uh, for employers, uh, as well as a responsibility on the part of employees to uh, to actually have health coverage. Um, those have been some of the bigger developments. Um, there have been other other things along the way, but all of all of this is really pretty firmly rooted in uh, just how how expensive it has become over the years uh, to provide great benefits to employees. I'd love to get your take though on on what's changed specifically in the last three years. You know, during, during that pandemic period, and how how have those events intensified the need to attract and, and retain talents you know because here uh, we're talking about ben- benefits as a differentiator you know h- how can how can benefits help a company stand out i guess yeah so when you when you think about as a, a direct result of the pandemic um you know there there have been some very some very negative things that have happened and and arguably a few positive developments along the way um when you when you think about it um when when we uh, when we first started to go into uh lockdown it was not at all uh routine for people to uh to be involved in in uh, web conferencing uh to have meetings um over the web as opposed to just you know or to meeting face to face people were expected all to come into the office and you know, along the way, um, there. This is one of the things that I, I think is arguably relatively positive that um, people. Uh, it's now routine to be, to meet with people virtually. Um, it's it's now much more. If for many office workers, it's much more efficient because they can can spend more time uh, on task. Actually, more time working. Instead of commuting or doing other things that that may uh, you know, may detract from that. Now the 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 flip side of this is as an employer, it's much harder to build that sense of teamwork and camaraderie camaraderie and um, alignment to the mission. Getting everybody's oars in the water at the same time is a real challenge, and you know making making people feel that they're valued, um, uh, all of those casual contacts that we have during the week, if people are primarily working remotely, you don't have that that, that luxury anymore. So what we're finding is that companies now, whether whether they're at a 100% work at home um, arrangement, where they're in a hybrid, uh, or if they're actually getting all of their people to return to the office, um, getting having that sense of shared mission and shared commitment to the company brand 
uh, is a real challenge now, and companies just really have to be very intentional um, about doing uh, about communication and about fostering that that sense of alignment. Okay, thank you very much. So, does that mean then that there's been a bit of a shift towards greater incentivization to, to buy into the company as compared to previously, when most people spent most of their time physically in an office, sucking up um, the company culture, drinking from uh, <laughs> yeah, drinking the Kool Aid, so to speak? Is is it different now, and therefore it's that much more important to offer great benefits, offer great incentives, so that people? Or uh, yeah, they they have the they have the reasons to to remain engaged. You know, I think more than anything, as an employer, you have to be very intentional about communications with employees. You can't just take for granted that everybody um, everybody's getting it or everybody's getting the information. Um, you know, it's a it, it's it's really important to celebrate successes even the, the small ones when they when they come up uh, to, to just to be very communicative and let people know what is going on it, one of the things that's very very hard to uh, to gauge you know we're we're very uh, we humans are very social animals and we we have a, a, a need to be around other people and to have that sense of contact and and uh, um, just you know being being together day to day and uh, that becomes a real challenge when uh, when you have a significant portion of your workforce um, working working remotely. Okay, thank you very much. I want to switch uh, focus with you now. Because I mm-hmm. understand that you've been integral, sir. Uh, for my for my homework, uh, I, I I found words such as integral. You've been you've been an integral <laughs> part of of the uh, of the development of the LDEX standards. I'd love for you now yes. to take a couple of minutes and you know, tell our listeners all about the standards and how you and how Solarix have have contributed to them. Okay. Well, over the years, Solarix has. Um, Become a very trusted partner to a lot of in uh, a lot of insurance companies in the voluntary benefits business. I think we uh, today we have uh, 27 um, major carrier licensees of of our system, and the uh, the vast majority of those uh, of those carriers are members of an industry organization called Limra. Um, Limra is not specifically a standards organization uh, so much as they are uh, a, a way for insurance companies to collaborate um, and address things at the industry level that um, that that need to be uh, that need need to be addressed. You know, to be able to sort of benchmark against what other carriers are doing to keep up with new regulatory developments, things like that. Along the way, uh, LIMRA polled its members and asked them, uh, what, what, is your, what are some of the biggest issues you have in doing business? And overwhelmingly, one of the top issues that uh, companies cited was, um, how to put this politely, uh, <laughs> Uh, te- uh, technology partners uh, 
just uh, not not sending them very high quality data and they they felt like there was a real need in our industry for standardizing that data exchange and uh, paving the way in the future for much much more uh, robust connections between carriers and and technology partners now along the way one of the other developments that's ha happened is you have a a real proliferation of uh, technology companies out there that provide solutions in this space. So that problem has actually gotten much more complicated over over the last few years. Um, the Limer LDEC standards are. I'm mean, actually quite proud of uh, what what we have done. Uh, we've put together uh, a, a set of standards to address uh, the uh, data synchronization between insurance carriers and technology partners and uh, the the first uh, the, the first few rounds of those standards have uh, have been rolled out to the industry and are actually being adopted now by uh, both carriers and and tech partners so I think we've been involved in this effort for about five years now uh, hard to uh, hard to imagine that it's been been going on that long but uh, um, we've really come a long way and you're fighting the good fights and, and you're winning yeah. the battle <laughs> well we're, <laughs> we're, we're fighting the fighting the good fight and uh, I believe we're winning the battle as as we see more and more uh, carriers investing in in this it's it's just been like a lot of things in our business this uh, the adoption is uh, it is ha happening a bit a bit more slowly than any of us would like, but I think we are making really good progress. Well, hopefully today's conversation goes some way to uh, raising the profile of, insur <laughs> of insuring data standards. Um, now then, I, I understand, Lyle, that Solarix has a strategic integration with Lively Inc., who are the mm -hmm. the creators of the modern health savings account, the HSA, and flexible spending account, the FSA. How, how does this mean that Solarix and Lively can bring more efficiencies to the end-to-end -end benefits administration experience style while also enabling employers to offer their employees a better way to plan out for their, for their healthcare needs? Yeah, I, I definitely um, recommend taking a look at what Lively has done. Uh, they're a, really a very interesting company. Um, they're they, they, they're really taking a look at how does consumer directed healthcare really work there, and they're really taking a consumer oriented um, approach to it, starting with health savings accounts and flexible spending accounts, and uh, giving people access to the tools that that they need. To be good users of the of, of those benefits that they're getting from companies. Um, from our standpoint, our uh, our connection with Lively uh, has been one where um, a, a few years ago we decided to uh, provide application programming interfaces to our uh, software platform APIs. And uh, we defined uh, defined a set of APIs that people could use to connect with us. And the Lively team was actually able to utilize those APIs uh, to create a connection with our users so that 
all of this information could be exchanged uh, without having to send uh, files back and forth. So um, that was one of the more impressive things in working with the Lively team is they were just able to use the the APIs that we uh, that we provided uh, were able to integrate their platform with ours uh, very easily through those APIs. Awesome. A big shout out to the Lively Bunch. Please, yes, uh, absolutely. Please uh, make sure you check out other episodes as well, guys, over at Lively. Uh, we've got lots of lots of fantastic episodes with awesome people just like Lyle. Hey, uh, Lyle, we are coming towards the end of this particular interview already, sir. Before we, before we wrap up, uh, a couple more questions for you. And the next one, we touched upon it elsewhere, Lyle, but um, I'd, I'd like you just to yeah, maybe pull back on anything that you've spoken about so far that you feel is relevant, but just to sort of drive it home in 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 summation, what what does what does offering the right benefits at the right times in in multiple ways, what what does what does that potentially mean for levels of employee engagement? Yeah, I I think employers have to be very creative about what they're um, what they're providing to em- employees. Um, from a, if you look at things from the employer's standpoint, having a, uh, a, a healthy, engaged workforce um, is really integral to um, you know, both a- achieving their mission, but also um, uh, to keeping uh, you know, a very high level of productivity. So uh, we've, the pandemic, for example, has created some new challenges along those lines you know not only do you have to try to um, manage the the spending <laughs> and make sure that the cost of your benefits is manageable uh, but just being able to uh, to keep um, team members engaged and uh, and aligned behind what the company is trying to do um, th- those are uh, very big challenges, and they're really shared by all employers now. This, this is just a, a really, uh, really common opportunity for everybody. And just finally for today, Lyle, ap- apart from uh, jumping in their car and driving to McKinney in beautiful Texas, how else? How else can our listeners find out about you and about Celeric Systems? Uh, maybe you want to give them your website URL, perhaps people can connect with you on, on LinkedIn. Maybe you might want to share your email address. First and foremost, uh, they can always find out about Celeric at our uh, website, which is Celeric.com, S-E-L-E-R-I-X.com. You can reach me as well uh, at uh, lyle.griffin at Celeric.com. Uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn. So I'm uh, I'm a pretty easy guy to find. Excellent. I have sent you a LinkedIn connection request, Lyle, so that we can be best friends on LinkedIn. Um, but that just leaves me to say for today, sir, thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.